Let me tell you about uh, Grip6, uh, shall I? Grip6 is one of the companies that, you know, I am, I'm the luckiest man in the world because I don't have to take commercials. Um, and I can say no. And we have people lined up, literally lined up, uh, to buy commercials for this time next year already. Um, and so I only take the ones that I really want to do business with. And so I'm looking for companies that are entrepreneurial, um, that are American and understand the work ethic in American. One of those companies is grip six. Now this is a small company. Um, and for instance, they make socks. That's probably their biggest seller right now, but they, they have gone to Americans, uh, to ranchers that breed you know, modern wool, they breed these animals and they take that wool and use an American manufacturer to wash it, process it, weave it into socks, and they sell you the socks. 100% American, only American made products and American labor. Check out grip6.com. Help them grow. Grip6.com slash back. Here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So why is everybody so hopped up on uh, on war in Ukraine? Why are we spending so much money over there? What exactly is happening? Who's running this country? And is anybody listening to the people? I have Chad Robicho uh, joining me here in, in just a second. He's been to uh, Ukraine. He's seen it firsthand. But I, I want to start with a couple of theories, a couple of facts that you don't know, probably, uh, and a couple of theories. Who's running this? Why are we so seemingly eager to go to war in 60 seconds? Patriot Mobile. It seems like uh, it wasn't that long ago when the third rail for conversation in business was the same at the dinner table, religion and politics. If you were smart in business, you left that stuff alone and focused on making your customer happy. Do it, appeal to everyone because everybody needs a light bulb or everybody needs a cell phone. So why would I cut my audience in half? But then the rise of wokeness murdered that notion in our society. And just like in the 1930s, in other places, everything became political. Absolutely everything. Well, I'm not going to play that game. It's why I have the blaze. I don't worry about being fired. The only person that's going to fire me is you. So I don't worry about it. It's a parallel economy. Well, with the cell phones, there is a group of people that were sick of every time they picked up their phone, they, if they were using Verizon, they were making a contribution to Planned Parenthood because that's who they were donating to. No, thank you. 
Switch to Patriot Mobile and you'll send a message that supports free speech, religious freedom, sanctity of life, the Second Amendment. They're the only Christian conservative wireless provider. They're 100% U.S.-based customer service team. They make switching easy. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Get free activation today with the offer code Beck. Do that now. Free activation with the offer code Beck at 1-878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. I think one of the uh, bravest and most honest speeches given by any president in the last 70 to 100 years came from Dwight Eisenhower. Here's just a clip of what he said in his farewell address. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. He went on. This was used as, you're a conspiracy theorist if you believe in that. Huh. And it discredited a lot of people. And I always remember hearing the uh, vast right wing, uh, the military industrial complex. I, I grew up believing it was a conspiracy. And interesting how that works. And yet, where are we today? Who's actually making the decisions? Why are we in Ukraine? Well, there's a couple of reasons, uh, I think. It would be the way that usually when there is a collapse of trust, a trust implosion. I've talked about it for years. Trust implosion is usually the last sign before a country goes to war and then it resets everything. So that's one theory. We just want to go to war to collapse the old system into a new system. And nobody will say anything because they just want the war to stop. The next one is, I think, a very good chance. We're just laundering money over in Ukraine. There's lots of money coming back into the United States. Uh, your tax dollars going to oligarchs and then coming back here. I think historians will find that everywhere. However, those, that's speculation. I will tell you that the military-industrial complex, the educational-industrial co- uh, complex, which he also warned about, and the scientific-industrial complex, which he also warned about, those three things and what he warned is happening. Back in March, the Pentagon announced a budget for a whopping $842 billion dollars. It expanded authority for multi-year contracts for the supply of aircraft, ships, and ammunition. Guess where the majority of that money is going to go to? Defense contractors, otherwise known as the military-industrial complex. CBS just did a story that said half of the Pentagon's budget, half, will go to defense contractors. Meanwhile, uh, some of our, our soldiers have to have food stamps. Surprise, surprise, CBS found that these defense contractors are gouging the government with insanely inflated prices. Do you want to know why Ukraine is so important? 
I want you to listen to this. The Pentagon granted companies unprecedented leeway to monitor themselves. Instead of saving money, Assad told us the price of almost everything began to rise. In the competitive environment before the companies consolidated, a shoulder-fired Stinger missile cost $25,000 in 1991. With Raytheon, now the sole supplier, it cost more than $400,000 to replace each missile sent to Ukraine. Even accounting for inflation and some improvements, that's a seven-fold increase. A seven-fold increase. Now, since when has technology made things more expensive? These have been around forever. And they're getting more expensive? What technology does that? Especially when you're making them in bulk. So a seven-fold increase. CNN reported that Ukraine has asked for 500 Stinger missiles, $400,000 a piece, 500 Stinger missiles per day, per day. That's $20 million every day we're giving to Ukraine just in Stinger missiles. Last year, the Pentagon had allocated nearly $1.5 billion just to restock our own troops with that weapon. This is the fattest cash cow ever. The United States is giving these defense contractors all of this money. They're making things, shipping them. Do you know some of the stuff from Ukraine was just found on our border? Did you know that? How did that happen? How did that happen? Defense contractors are making record-shattering profits. Now, we looked at the list of the top 10 contractors in the country. Stu, when I say the military-industrial complex, who do you think? I mean, big defense contractors. Like? Raytheon. Raytheon. Okay. McDonnell Douglas. Sure. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Do you know four of the top 10 are pharmaceutical companies four of the top 10 two of the four were the largest vaccine providers moderna which partnered with the government creating the mrna covid vaccine okay two of the four were the were the uh, covid vaccine providers and four of them are pharmaceutical companies is that just a one-off because of COVID, or is what's the what's the reasoning for that? Uh, I don't. I mean, well, they have to make sure everybody's inoculated. Right, got I, that going on. Now they do. Have, they do have a bunch of other vaccines that the military sure members receive. Right, four so, of the top ten that does, are pharmaceuticals, pharmaceutical yeah. companies, and the and the guys making be. the Stinger missiles. Again, when when one missile costs four hundred thousand dollars, how could well, these, how could these programs possibly be costing this? Remember, much? who was the harshest on uh, getting the vaccines? The Pentagon. But the vaccine doesn't cost $400,000 a shot. There's something else going no, on. I, there is something else yeah. going on. I don't know what it is, but the government has partnered with all of these people, mm. and they are bilking you. They are taking your money and transferring that wealth, not to the poor, but to the uber rich. That's who's running this country.
the military industrial complex, the scientific industrial complex and the educational industrial complex. All three warned about by Eisenhower. They I mean, think of this. Everything, just the military industrial complex, pandemic response, vaccines, forever wars. I don't know. When Biden announced his presidential transition team, it was discovered that one third of his Pentagon team came from organizations financed by defense contractors. Once he became president, he began filling top Pentagon positions with weapons suppliers. Last year, Biden traveled to Lockheed Martin, the largest defense contractor in the country, to cheer him on as they made the Javelin missiles to be sent to Ukraine. So who's running this war? The figurehead in chief or the owner of the companies that are now making billions off of this war? 25 members of Congress sat on the National Security Committee. At the same time, those 25 members traded financial assets with the defense industry. You imagine how rich you can be if you know a giant contract you've just been a part of approving is going and nobody else knows it. And it's not illegal for you to use that insider information. You know how much this is how these people go to Washington and become rich. You're working hard. They're they're trading on insider uh, on insider information and they're being led by the nose. The the corruption is staggering, staggering. And the only way to stop it is to give the purse strings back to Congress as dictated in the Declaration or in the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution is set up for a reason, checks and balances. The purse strings go to the branch that is the closest to the people, the House. And they tried to do something yesterday, and 70 members, 70 Republicans, I told you yesterday, I feel like we do actually have some good Republicans in there. Those 70 members, I'm going to post them. I want you to know their names. Those are people that stood up and said, nope, we're not passing it because this is a game. Those 70 members, and I think there were 43 Democrats. We'll have to look and why they said they weren't going to, because some of them were like, yeah, it's not yeah. enough communism. Right. Yeah. Mostly right. That's what, that was the yeah. opposition there. Yeah. Uh, however, I think we have people fighting for us. Today, it's going to the Senate. Everything you're hearing about this bill is garbage. I don't know about you when, you know, if I'm going to understand a bill, I'm going to go to Mike Lee. Mike Lee is, I mean, Mike Lee is the guy in the Senate everybody goes to. Mike, what does this mean? He's the guy. He was just on, he said, Glenn, this is a disastrous bill. Disastrous. It cannot pass. He said, it is just free spending forever. All of the little things, you know, we had Thomas Massey on and and bless his heart. I don't mean that in a Southern sort of way. Uh, He is a good guy, but he was duped. He was duped. Today is the day we are. If you don't act today, you may lose your country tomorrow. 
And I think there are far too few people in America that believe that could be true. But I, as sure as I, I, I said in 1999, within 10 years, there'll be blood bodies and buildings in the streets of this city, New York City, and it will have the signature of Osama bin Laden on it. Said that in 99. It didn't wait 10 years. Everybody said that I was crazy. I'm telling you, one day you're going to wake up and you're going to realize it's gone. It's gone. Stand up today and call your senator and tell your senators, call all of the Republicans. Do not. I will remember how you voted and all of my friends. And I will I will make sure we remind everybody. I don't care if it's in four years. I'm going to remind everyone. Don't vote for you. This is the line. No, no more out of control spending because I can, I would bet you, I can't guarantee, I would bet you, I'd bet you my house that all this money sloshing around, going over to Ukraine, a lot of it is being used to literally dismantle our country from our enemies inside our country. And uh, there's too many slush funds. And all of those dollars have your name on it. No. Call the Senate and say no. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is American Financing. The Federal Reserve has continued to raise interest rates. Uh, looks, looks like they're going to do it again this month, which means that money's going to get harder and tougher for you if you were a business with the amount of money that the United States has to finance for the slush funds, you think you're going to get any of that money from a bank? No, they're going to make it really hard for you. And your credit card bills are going to go up to the moon, Alice. You don't need to be tacking additional years into paying those things off, especially when you don't know how bad things are going to get economically over the next few years. Batten down the hatches. Now, this may not be right for everybody. But I certainly would consider it if you have high interest credit cards that you're just paying the minimum payment on. You are you are going to really, really struggle as this interest rate continues to go up. And right now, American financing is saving people between an average of seven hundred to a thousand dollars a month. Plus, you could be able to delay up to two mortgage payments, close in as little as 10 days and get that credit card off your plate american financing no obligation call them now 800-906-2440 800-906-2440 or go to americanfinancing.net american financing nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org 10 seconds station id Stu, you said something to me in my ear as we were yes, going, and I cannot remember. What yeah, you, you nodded and you said yes, and then, and then of then course, I obviously, you weren't forgot. listening to me at all. Um, what's, uh, I just wanted to point people to all this information that you did. You did, uh, and this is available on the full show that you did this week, um, YouTube channel, Blaze TV, 
uh, go watch it, get all the information. Yeah, this was this was the military industrial complex. I, I I don't remember what we even called it, but it was like you know who's really running the country? Why everyone seems to be running to Ukraine? Uh, Lindsey Graham, do you know it? <laughs> Found an incredible quote from Lindsey Graham. Mm. He's you know all pro war. He said. Uh, uh, he said, if, uh, if the best friend of a defense contractor could be a senator, his name would be Lindsey Graham. Some, something like that. Something outrageous. Like, if there was a contractor uh, voting for this stuff in the Senate, his name would be Lindsey Graham. I'm like, what are you? Is that a brag? It's a weird it brag. It is a weird brag. Yeah. But he, he loves it. Uh, and it's another money laundering system. Uh, it really is bad. And, uh, you know, of course, it also, it's not a money, a money laundering system is bad. A money laundering system that risks World War Three, kind of worse. Stu, <laughs> you know, I laid this out last night. Just think, America, think of it this way. This is not a pro-Putin statement, Okay. I think what Russia did is absolutely wrong. They've killed hundreds of thousands of people. It's horrible. With that said, think of it this way. Russia came to us, and I'll show you last night. I'll show you everything. They came, and they wanted a deal with the United States, and all they wanted was, you're not going to make them a NATO country. Easy for us to say. Reagan said it. No, we're not. Okay? Easy. Instead... Biden, when they came and made a deal, Ukraine and the Russians had a deal and we said no. Boris Johnson comes back in and says, absolutely not. And we break the deal up right before any of this happens. Why? Why? Now, I want you to think of it from Russia's point of view. What they're saying is you cannot put those missiles and you cannot have a NATO country in Right on our border. Now, let's just say roles are reversed. And we're not talking even missiles, which I think are worse. We're saying, you know, the borders are out of control. Mexico's not doing anything. We need to take a 100-mile or 50-mile swath of certain parts of Mexico. And so we just march in and take it. And then Mexico is like, we got to fight back, but we can't fight America. And Russia starts to arm them with the latest, greatest technology. And then they start using that technology in our cities. And then they say, we're not just going to stop there. We don't want just our land back. We're going to take some of yours. And Russia was saying, oh, and the toppling of the American government is what we want. Do you think we would sit around and not the use everything? Program. My gosh. <sighs> it's one of those days. Let me tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com. Look, let me just say this. You're going to get a great agent. Uh, if you're looking for somebody, this doesn't cost you. Uh, these agents have been fully vetted by my crew, realestateagentsitrust.com. That's it. Realestateagentsitrust.com. I'm paying for this stupid ad so I can do whatever I want. And I don't feel like doing ads today. <laughs> yes, I know what it's costing me. Don't care. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there. Get a real estate agent. Help me help you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. There you go. There you go. That, that was great. 
And you still have 30 seconds to talk about the collapse of all society. Or not talk. Or just not talk. You just want to let the music yeah, run? Just let people, the... people never get to hear this music. No, they never get to right, hear it. You, you know how much this music costs me? <laughs> and then we talk over it and you don't ever hear it. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> All right, you can see the whole show on Blaze TV and also Glenn's YouTube channel. Don't miss it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Glad you're here. Um, I, I, I don't know what it is going to take. I, I was talking to somebody yesterday from Sweden. They're a journalist in Sweden. And uh, she was in the office. And I said, how are things going with ESG? And she said, nobody in Europe really even understands it. And I, I said to her, who, who can who do you know that is speaking out? Who can have an impact in Europe on this. She said, nobody. They, they're just shutting everybody down. You can't do it. And if it wasn't for uh, Russell Brand and, quite honestly, you, this audience, I don't think America would have gotten it either. And they're way ahead of us in some places. We're way ahead of them in, uh, in other places. But, uh, you know, all of this stuff, you, it, what you're being told is not true. And the military-industrial complex, the scientific-industrial complex, uh, and the educational-industrial complex, all making money from the government. And with this new budget deal, we'll make even more money and grow even bigger. They're the ones calling the shots. It's all private-public partnerships. They're the ones calling the shots. And I just, I don't know how, when you are against war, first of all, I don't know what happened to all the anti-war people. What happened to them? Where, where did you go? Where's Cindy, what, Cindy Sheehan? Where, where, where are you? Where are you? When we righteously wanted to strike back after 9-11, all these, not in my name. Okay, now I can understand maybe Iraq, but Afghanistan, and that's not, you know, saying for the strategy was pretty poor, but where are you now? You're all for it. Why? Because you don't believe a damn word you're saying. The ones that do are switching sides and they're not coming to, and they're not like, I'm all of a sudden a uh, uh, conservative. They're just getting out of that cesspool and they're like, I can't be uh, what they say is a liberal. I can't be a Democrat because that goes against everything I've always believed. Where are more of those people? Where are more of those people? Where are the people that understand, as I explained, Ukraine with our own border? Any doubt in your mind, Stu, if we just to protect ourselves, we said we're going to take, I don't know, 20 miles past our border and we're just going to annex it. Because it's chaos, and we need to be on the other side of the river to stop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this is never going to happen. But let's <laughs> say we did. Are you that. proposing this as a policy? Because it does sound interesting. <laughs> yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. let's just say we did that. Mm-hmm. Okay, for our own security as a nation, um, because Mexico just wouldn't help us. 
They were working against us. Even if it was irrational. Yeah. We just did it. We we were the aggressors. We we crossed this border. Correct. We would be wrong for doing it, but we did it. Okay. And Mexico couldn't defend themselves against us. And so Russia stepped in and said, this is an abomination. Even if we all knew, yeah, it really was wrong of us to do that, but we did it for the right reasons, our own security. Russia starts arming the Mexicans and training the Mexicans. And we should point out, too, an, an important part of this publicly. Yeah, publicly. Not, not like leaking in what, arms in some proxy situation that we're like, we don't know what you're talking about. We're not sending the missiles. No, openly. Openly doing yeah. press conferences and bragging about right. it. Right. And, and sending them. Did you see the latest? We're sending them more drones. Russia yeah. in Moscow is being attacked by drones. And so what do we do? We send the Ukrainians more drones? <laughs> okay, so then... Let's say Mexico, with the help of Russia, comes, takes back some of that territory, but then starts to move in. Take San Antonio. It's like, you know what? You started it. We're taking it. And they took San Antonio. And it was all being financed and run by the Russians who were openly saying, we're going to topple that regime. Do, Do you think we wouldn't use nukes if we had to? Do you think we wouldn't declare war? We would declare war on on the Russians in a heartbeat if that was the situation. Why is it so unreasonable to think that with all that we are doing that they're not they're showing incredible restraint because I don't think we'd have that restraint. And if this, and they're bad I don't I'm not sticking up for Putin or the not Russians. Not at all. Not I at all. hate what they're doing. Mhm. But I mean, like, if you look at, if you kind of look at this as pretty obviously would turn into World War Three if we actually got into a war with Russia. Right? Oh, yeah. It's World War Three. And the, and the end of the dollar and everything else, because the dollar collapses. We have no armaments, because what, what have we been doing? We've been giving them all away. And what is stopping this? The only thing stopping it right now solely is the restraint of Vladimir Putin, which, by the way, is not something I can depend on. No. He's shown over and over again he has almost no restraint. He just went in and invaded a country completely in a completely ridiculous fashion and in a legal fashion, an abhorrent fashion. I mean that this invasion, I can't say enough how much I hate it. That being said, uh, if this same scenario played out the other way, we would 100 percent be at war with the we would be outwardly saying we are at war with russia and and in a way they are saying that now they haven't acted that way yet thankfully russia has not they they have said they've had officials come out and say we are at war with the west we are at war with these with with the united states um you you know why we were at war with japan we cut off their oil that's why we forced other countries well to isolate them and cut off their their oil started exactly the same way as so you're saying that predating pearl harbor yeah predating that pearl causes harbor. pearl harbor yeah that causes pearl harbor that's why we go yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, look I, congratulations this, and and i don't know let's let's uh let's think about it in another way ronald reagan in his prime one of the best certainly the guy who you maybe most credit globally for ending the cold war mm-hmm. a guy who really knew this issue was really strong on it and i have 
as much faith in a president to uh, to execute something like this as I could possibly have with Ronald Reagan. If he were there, maybe you could make the argument. Well, this is this is a a very slippery slope and a really tough line to walk. But you know, if anybody could do it, it's Ronald Reagan. Instead, we have Joe Biden and Kamala Harris attempting to walk this line. And this Pentagon. And this Pentagon, which is a different situation than it was back in the day. No. Maybe we will. He, maybe Reagan God will bless us to avoid a World War III scenario. Maybe. But man, I, I. I mean, it's going to take him to avoid it. These yeah, guys are yeah. hell bent on this. And, it, and, and it's not Reagan. And I wouldn't there. support it with Reagan. But at least I'd have some faith that he'd make the, the best yes. decisions possible. He wouldn't be doing what we're doing. And even if you don't think like it's something that's intentional, just the the bumbling idiocy of these people. They, they can't do anything right. So, you know, anything. So, and we're trying to micromanage World War Three on the backs I, of these buffoons? Can I just do a Red Cell session with you right now? Just yes. You know what Red Cell is? It's a wargaming thing that the government does with fiction writers. Okay. Uh, and they're just like, think of the different possibilities. Let's war game this out. Well, so let me let me red cell uh, game this out as someone who wishes our country ill and is on the inside. <sighs> We've got a problem with, uh, you know, these Republicans and the Trump supporters and the people who are for the Constitution they're, and they're gaining steam and it's it's not going to be good. We've got to silence them. I know. Well, we were. And then Elon Musk shows up. Well, put the screws to him some more. But that's not going to be enough because people still have some hope. Is there anything in history? Well, Woodrow Wilson, he said he wasn't going to get us in if you just elect him again. He wouldn't he would keep us out of the war. And then right after he was elected, he got us into a war, which allowed him to then say, Freedom of speech had to be curbed. And so he could silence all of the people who were against the war and he put them in prison. Now, the next president came in and pardoned them, but he put them in prison. So you want to silence people. You want to collapse the economy. You want to be able to have military or police Take control internally. I think this is a good plan. Let's go to war. Hmm. And look, he had control. Wilson had control of the Justice Department and everything else. They did a there was the Black Tom. I've talked about this before, but nobody knows it. The Black Tom event uh, like 1914 or 13. And uh, it's this gigantic explosion of all of these munitions. And the munitions blow up because there was a German saboteur that came in and set fire to the place. Well, it was right before the election and Wilson was saying we can't go to war. And so I can't I I can't have a German saboteur be responsible for that. So he blamed the corporations that don't care about people's safety because it works with my other plan. Okay, these corporations, we need an expert. Uh, and so he did nothing about it. And then the world kind of forgot about it until, until December 7th, the Pentagon had done a research for, uh, FDR. 
because he said, I want to round up all these Japanese, their enemies. And they're like, Japanese Americans? No, No, I don't think so. He said he sent a general out to do a study. He did. He came back and he's like, you're wrong. They're good Americans. They're not spies. You're telling me there's not going to be a spy. Well, no, I'm not telling you that, but I'm telling you the majority are good Americans and you can't do it. Hmm. December 7th happened and he comes out and says, December 7th, you know, we saw what could be done and there could be saboteurs. And if you remember Black Tom, we have the report now on what really happened. And that was a German saboteur. And that could happen here. And he used that 20 years later to round up the Japanese. And he did it with the entire industrial complex backing him up. He did it with the entire government backing him up. So you're saying that a lot of the stuff related to Ukraine is out of the never let a crisis go to waste playbook, right? Oh, my gosh. I think this is the biggest money laundering scam ever. Mm. I think this is this is corruption central because there was this obviously is, a very real event with russia invading yeah and but it's our reaction a very, to it is yeah and they're taking advantage exactly of it exactly right mm. exactly right they're taking advantage of it they're doing it with esg they're doing it with the oil so they accomplish that uh i think they are doing it to grow the military industrial complex as well and the scientific complex uh they're also i mean this is pure speculation but I don't trust that there's not a lot of money and a lot of weapons being sold on the black market or coming back here in the form of cash from offshore accounts into accounts of Americans. This is redistribution of wealth, except all these stupid Marxists that are for all of these people are like, yeah, we're going to get it. No, you are going to get it. Believe me, but it's not going to be the power of the money. All of it is going to the top, making the rich and the evil rich, and there is a difference, the evil rich richer. It's just my opinion. Back in just a second. Michael lives in Connecticut. He used to play a lot of tennis, at least he used to, until he started having uh, regular and debilitating pain in his right elbow. At first, he just lost his killer serve. Then eventually, he couldn't play at, at all anymore. That affected his life. When he heard me talking about, on this show, Relief Factor, he decided he'd give it a try. I mean, what did he have to lose? Michael, I'm glad that you took it, and I'm glad you wrote in. He said uh, after uh, a few weeks, he started to feel better, decided to go out and play tennis again. He said, my killer serve has returned. Get your life back. Try Relief Factor now. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four, Relief. ReliefFactor.com. Three-week trial. It's a quick start for 1995. Take it as directed. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. The Glenn Beck Program. So I want to take you back. uh, What was it? A week and a half ago, the Missouri man uh, who took a U-Haul. He was from St. Louis. He flies out to Washington. 
he has a plan to kill the president or kidnap a member of the president's family, shoot up the White House and take over. Okay, clearly the guy's nuts. He comes in and he tries to bash through the gates of the White House with a U-Haul truck. Why a U-Haul truck? Why? Why don't you just rent a car? There's nothing in it. What what are you doing? You think the truck is going to help you? Maybe, maybe. Okay, so he rents the U-Haul truck. Then all kinds of things I've never seen before happen. Uh, He is in his car, and as he gets out, he is holding a Nazi flag uh, and waving that around. Okay, why? He's not a white supremacist. He's Indian. He's from India. Okay? He's a legal citizen here, but he's from India. So... What happens next? The prosecutor drops the charges on the attempt to harm or kill the president or his family, and they just charge him uh, with um, uh, mischief and uh, property damage. Oh, oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Now, the prosecutors argued last week that he needs to remain behind bars. Now, listen to this sentence. Due to his anti-democratic views, he expressed in a speech inside the defendant's journal. No, that's not why he should remain behind bars. Because of what he wrote or what he believed? No. The fact that he took that belief and went to the White House to kill the president. That's the crime. Not what he wrote in his journal. Not for his belief. What the hell is going on with this case? We'll keep following it, quite honestly, so you don't have to.